How's it going, listener? My name is Ryan Doze. You are listening to Across the Bifrost, where we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. This is a special bonus episode. We are dropping this outside of our normal schedule in time for Father's Day. We are calling this our All Father's Day special. We are going to take a look, a deep dive into Odin. Thor's father himself, the king of Asgard, the All-Father. This episode is going to be special for a few reasons. We are going to do our very first top five list. We are going to do the top five MCU moments for Odin. I am bringing in a, a friend, a fellow father, and a comic book enthusiast to talk all about Odin with me on this episode, and then later on, I'm going to sit down with my father. My father has never read a comic, and we're going to read one together. It's going to be great. We're going to read one of Odin's first solo adventures. For those of you that are unfamiliar with the character of Odin, I figured it would be just a good thing to start you off with a little bit of a biography of Odin and some things about him. Odin is the son of Bor. Bor was the monarch, the king of Asgard. Before Odin ascended to the throne, he Odin is the, the king of Asgard for, for most of what we know of him in Thor-related comics. He is a very, very powerful warrior and ruler. When it comes to powerful beings in the Marvel Universe, there are very few that are more powerful than Odin. He is on the level of cosmic beings like Galactus and Thanos. He is extremely powerful, and a lot of the times he goes about winning his victories by using a special spear, his weapon of choice. It's is called Gungir. Uh, it's the spear that he wields often in comics and in movies. It's his version of Mjolnir. So Thor has Mjolnir and Odin has Gungir. It's the way that he he focuses the power of the Odin force. The Odin force is this uh, mystical uh, energy that Odin is able to possess and gives him all of his powers. I would list Odin's powers for you, but they are truly limitless. Odin can do so many things. Uh, His arsenal is very, very expansive and vast. Odin in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, uh, he appears in a few different movies, always portrayed by the fantastic actor Sir Anthony Hopkins. He uh, brings so much to that role, and my my friend who's coming in to talk about our top five Odin moments, we talk a lot about what Anthony Hopkins brought to that role, and how he brought this character to the screen. So, I hope that kind of gives you a little bit of a look into Odin and sets you up for this special episode. I was so excited that I got to talk to two fellow dads, my own father and and my friend who we're going to talk to in just a few minutes. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this All Father's Day special, and maybe you can share this with a father figure in your life. There are a lot of good um, bonding moments throughout this entire episode, so I hope, hope that resonates with you. I hope you're able to have a good time and enjoy this special. Hey 
Hey there, everybody. Welcome to our top five Odin in the MCU moments. I am not alone. I brought a guest to do this part of the All Father's Day special with me. My good friend Jed Shermer is going to give us his five moments. I'm going to give you my five moments. So, uh, Jed, introduce yourself to the listeners real quick. Well, hello. I'm glad to be here on this special All Father's Day podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a big Iron Man fan, so I feel like there's... It's really some, hoping you wouldn't say that. Yeah, I feel like there's some <laughs> fights in the future coming with that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a, a pastor and a father and uh, just live in small town Iowa. Went to college with Ryan. Uh, excited to be a part of this. Yeah, so Jed and I uh, bonded over our love of comics and comic book movies, like you said, in college. And uh, we've had very similar life paths. We're both dads, uh, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to do this uh, look at Odin's top five moments with a fellow father, with another MCU fan. So we are going to get into our top five moments. Here's how we will do this. Jed will give his number five moment, then I will give you my number five moment. We'll talk about those, and then we'll move on. And right before we get to the number one uh, Odin moments, in our opinions, we will do our honorable mentions. So, ready to go? Here we go. Jed, what is your top, what is your number five moment of Odin in the MCU? Uh, So, fittingly, it comes from the dark world, and... (laughs) I say fittingly because I think it's the worst Thor movie. And so I think most Thor fans would agree. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that, you know, obviously should come at the bottom. But I think, you know, for me, it was the moment where they bring in uh, Loki, who's been um, arrested following the events of the Avengers. Yeah. And he's kind of being his entitled self. Yep. Um, yep. And, and Odin kind of puts him in his place. That's my that's my number five. Why did that land at number five for you? Um, I mean, it's nothing spectacular, and I mean, it's not necessarily an amazing father moment for Odin. <laughs> I, I feel like he's he's kind of a tool in in Dark World. What <laughs> um, Odin can be a tool to his sons, um, and so, but I just love that moment of you know Loki saying he should be king, and it's his birthright, and Odin has this amazing moment of just no, your birthright was to die. Uh, if it wasn't for me and taking you in, that's what would have been your birthright. Yeah, it's it's a real, real powerful scene. Uh, and we should have mentioned this at the top, but all of these moments are brought to us by the powerhouse actor, Sir Anthony Hopkins, um, who we were just commenting uh, before we got on the recording that he's really like the the best pure actor that early Marvel has. Uh, he's, yeah. I mean, he's an Oscar nominated actor. Um, he has, you know, so many, a list of movies that is just a mile long that are so great. And they got him to play a really a supporting, supporting role. Like yeah. he, he's yep. not really in a lot of, um, even dark world or Ragnarok. Most, most of his time is spent in the first Thor movie, but yeah, Anthony Hopkins is, um, is a big part of these. That's. I'm kind of disappointed they never had a moment of Odin drinking some Chianti and having some fava beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my number five moment is actually, speaking of the first Thor movie, my number five moment for Odin is the opening monologue 
from the first movie where he he lays out what the world of Asgard and the Nine Realms is is like. And uh, I'm going to read it actually for all of you that maybe not maybe can't call that to memory real uh, easily. Odin says once mankind accepted a simple truth that they were not alone in this universe. Some worlds man believed to be the home of their gods. Others they knew to fear. From the realm of cold and darkness came the frost giants, threatening to plunge the mortal world into a new ice age. But humanity would not face this threat alone. Our armies drove the frost giants back into the heart of their own world. The cost was great, and in the end, their king fell. At the source of their power, and it was taken from them, with the last great war ended, we withdrew from other worlds, and we returned home to the realm eternal, to Asgard. And here we remain as the beacon of hope, shining across the stars, and though we have fallen into man's myths and legends, it was Asgard and its warriors that brought peace to the universe. And that's how the first Thor movie begins. It sets the context for the whole uh, franchise, um, and it's all in Odin's uh, very signature voice. So that was my number five moment. Jed, what was your number four moment? So my number four um, comes from Ragnarok. Okay. Um, and it's the moment where Thor and Loki find him standing in Norway. Yes. Um, and he's standing there and he's talking, you know, remember this place and just talking about the beauty of Norway. And um, and you just have this beautiful moment um, of his passing there with yeah. his sons and... Um, which I, this might make you happy. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Master Ugwe's passing <laughs> in Kung Fu Panda. Jed is referring to my love of the Kung Fu Panda movies. <laughs> you know, like where he like kind of, you know, like floats away yep, in the yeah, sky. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it kind of reminds me of that, you know, like, oh, like the master is passing. You yeah. Know, and yeah. all of a sudden here comes a threat. Um, yeah. Right away. Yes. You know, and, um, no, I just think that's a great moment. Um, not only for Odin, but also um, for Loki. Yes. Um, you know, who has struggled with Odin being his adopted father. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, there's some good closure there for him, I think. Yeah. That's, I'm, that, that actually shows up later on my list. That's a really great, really great moment. Um, so my fourth moment was Loki and Odin talking in the treasure room in the first Thor movie, um, where Loki is very, um, I'll say angsty. Sure. I mean, I mean constantly, but yes. he's very, um, aggressive with Odin in this conversation. And the conversation comes down to, uh, who is Loki really? Because he touches earlier on in the movie, he touches the casket and his hands turn blue and he, he, he knows something is up. So he, he gets into this conversation with Odin and really draws the truth out of his, what he finds out to be his adopted father. And the conversation goes like this. Uh, he, he asks Odin, why did I live? You slaughtered all the rest of the ice giants. Why, why did I live? And Odin uh, says, you were an innocent child. Loki says, no, you took me for a purpose. What is it? And then he just, Tom Hiddleston just shouts, tell me. And uh, it's very, very powerful performance. 
And uh, Odin tells him his, his motives. He says, I thought we could unite our kingdoms one day to bring about an alliance to be, become a permanent peace through you. So this powerful conversation happens. Loki does not, he doesn't grasp or understand why Odin would do this. But really, I think it's a small glimpse into Odin's mercy. That he's hard, he's hard on his sons, but also he is merciful. Um, Because for all intents and purposes, Loki should not have made it out of Jotunheim as a child. So you get to see a small sliver of Odin's capacity for for mercy and compassion, uh, which I I really, I really, really uh, enjoyed. And it's one of the only fatherly moments I feel like we get of Odin. One of the few. So what about number three, the number three moment on Jed's top five Odin in the MCU moments? Yeah, I think number three, um, you know, I wanted to get something. I think this is why it's a little bit higher up in my list. Um, it's just because it's not necessarily a talking. I think a lot of moments with Odin are revolving around him saying something. Or, yeah. Um, but that first, that that moment in that first <laughs> Thor movie where, um, you know, where we see Odin fighting the frost giants for the yeah. first time, and he's just going like it's the, one of the only action scenes that we get with Odin yeah. in the MCU, and you know he's going ham with a spear and just destroying all these frost giants. Gungir. Um, and, and the spear is called Gungir. Just if you're unfamiliar, listener. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like that's the moment where he loses his eye. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's this classic because yep. then he's got the eye patch through the rest of the yep. movies and yeah. stuff. Um, and and so I just love you know that we do get that brief moment of seeing how BA Odin can be. Yeah. Because because we're we're introduced to Odin as an old man, right? And but you're right. Like we don't get to see him in action a lot, and um, that really like it really drives on the point. Like no, this guy should not be messed with. Right. He may be old, yes. but he should not be messed yeah, yeah. with. You know, you know, I mean, we think of Thor as one of the best fighters in the MCU. Obviously, in the MCU, but yeah. even in comics, yeah, you know, yeah. Thor is you know. Um, but that comes from somewhere like, you know, Odin yeah. was, you know, a, a beast. Odin is more powerful. Yes. The, so one thing I just a quick aside from the, this top five, I don't think um, people really understand how powerful Odin is. Right. Um, and how uh, like in the MCU, like he's he's a supporting character, but he is on the level of Thanos and yes. Dormammu and these cosmic villains. Uh, I mean, Odin is a lot more than I think people people think he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's a good scene to really drive home the point that he is not to be messed with. Yeah. My number three moment was really... Uh, it's the it's the one you mentioned as your number four moment, and and I I echo and agree with everything you said there. Um, I really like that at his end, because we learn about Odin that he is he has had his violent imperial like uh, season of life, yeah, and that Hela is the reminder of the man he the god he used to be, but at the end. He's come to terms with all of that. Right. He's accepted it, and he's able to have this peaceful moment of transition. Yeah. 
um, onto the, onto what's next. Um, and I, I just think I, I agree with everything you said, Jed. I just think it's a very powerful, uh, simple and powerful scene. And I, you know, I didn't say this earlier when I was talking about it, but I also just love that the little moment of he like recognizes, Oh, like Loki, that was a good spell. Like that, that took me a while to, to figure out and break out of or whatever. Like your mother would be proud. Yeah. yeah, You know, like it's just this like funny moment of like, Oh man, that was, that was a good trick. You, you little mischief scamp. Like, (laughs) you know, like, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's a good, it's a good little father son moment between him and Loki that we, we don't really get any of those (laughs) until the end. You barely get any lighthearted moments between the two of them. Yeah. Um, so, Jed, what is your number two moment for Odin? Okay, so number two um, is closely connected to this one that we were just talking about. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's the moment where, um, you know, Hela's choking out Thor um, and Asgard. Yeah. And, you know, and she, what are you the god of again? Um, and, you know, he comes back to this place and he talks to his dad or whatever. Yes. And he's without my hammer. And are you the god of hammers? Like, yes. I love this yes. moment with Odin. Um, and just, you know, helping Thor explain, you know, helping explain to Thor, like, you know, your power wasn't from the hammer. Yes. Um, you know, it's just this uh, a beautiful moment between Thor and his dad. And, you know, I love the very end of that where, you know, Thor's like, I'm not as strong as you. And Odin says, no, you're stronger. Um, and then, you know, and then it comes back to the scene with Hela, yeah. you know, the huge lightning bolt, and then the classic, you know, song starts in, Ugh. and you, you, like, you just have so this amazing... I can see it oh, now. <laughs> yes, like, it's just, it gives me, like, goosebumps just thinking about yeah. that moment. Um, and this, and that one was actually, it was hard to put one yes. or two there. Yeah, so... Um, but full transparency that's my number two yeah <laughs> so we didn't share these lists ahead of time and it's just uh it's really cool to see them kind of line up the way they are my 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 number two moment is the the god of ha- I, I what i entitled the god of hammers I, conversation when i wrote them down that's what i put too <laughs> yes so that um that whole that whole little conversation that they have in this very pivotal moment of ragnarok goes uh goes like this i'll just read it for you yeah. um listener Thor comes to Odin and they're, they're doing this kind of quick aside little right. vision dream kind of thing. And Thor says, she's too strong without my hammer. I can't Odin cuts him off and says, are you Thor? The God of hammers, that hammer was to help you control your power to focus it. It was never your source of strength. Thor says it's too late. She's already taken Asgard and Odin has this great reminder. Asgard is not a place. It never has been. This could be Asgard. Asgard is where your people stand. Even now, right now, those people need your help. Thor says the the line that Jed just said, I'm not as strong as you. And Odin, in his powerful, gravitas-filled voice, says, no, you're stronger. It is such a powerful moment at the the climax of Ragnarok. And and then, and like Jed said, we get that return to the fight and uh, Thor finishes the job. So I'd sing that song, but I don't want to butcher it. No, no, no. (laughs) I I don't think anybody wants to listen to us do that before we reveal our number one picks. I wanted to just talk a little bit about our, our, our honorable mentions here. So Jed, what were a few of those moments that were kind of teetering on the, on the brink of, uh, of your top five. Well, there, 
the main one um, is again from Ragnarok, and it's and the reason it's my honorable mention is because it's not really Odin. Oh, okay, okay. You know, okay. It, you know it's the yeah, moment yeah. of the play. You know, Thor returns to Asgard, and the, they've got the play going on about the tragedy of Loki. The tragedy of Loki. Um, <laughs> you know, and and I just love that it's still Anthony Hopkins. Yes, you know, like, yes. And it's just this great moment. And then also just the the cameos in that moment. Because you have yeah, yep. you have Sam Neill, Sam Neill playing, playing Odin, Odin in the play, which Ugh. is as you know a huge Jurassic Park fan. Like yep. I was just like, this is so like you literally brought. What's Doctor Grant doing there? Yeah, like, like <laughs> this is just so random. Like you brought in this big like big name actor. Yeah, yeah For just yeah. this random cameo, and an even bigger name, they brought in Matt, Matt Damon, Damon to play, to play Loki. Loki. Yes, <laughs> which is just so funny. And so you know, I just love. Uh, Anthony Hopkins laying there or whatever like eating grapes as like you know he had, he's being fanned and it's just this, so, it's just this funny moment um, and then also for Thor to come back and to re- yeah. and quickly realize what's he figures going it on. out oh, so yeah, quickly because yes. his dad has never acted like that in his l- entire existence no, no. So my, I have two significant honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is uh, the, the one that Jed just said I, I, I love that scene at the beginning of Ragnarok it the fact that Anthony Hopkins is the one that is acting in this this very pompous, yes. like over the top way, uh, it just makes me feel like Anthony Hopkins was like up for anything, right? And he's this classically trained Shakespearean like he actor, and he's he's knighted, like yeah, yeah. It, yes. it almost feels beneath him, right? But he like I just imagine him having that conversation, oh. like yeah, yeah, Taika, I'm 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 yeah. game for for whatever. Yes. The other moment uh, for Odin. Again, really isn't an Odin moment, but he's referred to in a very significant way. I love the beginning of Infinity War when Loki is having a conversation with Thanos. Right. A conversation like they're friends. They're like yeah, yeah. they're having that pivotal like a life or death conversation and Loki drops in this line about Odin that is so powerful and it communicates so much of his redemptive journey. Where he he says, "I am Loki, Prince of Asgard, Odin's son." Yep. It like, it is a powerful one, like one sentence statement yeah. of Loki realizing that Odin really was his father, as much as he tried to fight it yeah. through his entire life, and as much crap as he put Odin through, to to call himself Odin's son at the end, um, and and really bond with Thor in that moment of of dire circumstances. I, I always felt that was powerful. Um, even though Odin is not specifically in yeah. the scene. So, yeah. which is cool. Cause that like that moment comes moments after rag, the movie Ragnarok. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, cause it's the end credit scene of Ragnarok where Thanos' ship pops yep. up, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, you know, like this is right after all this closure and, you know, the character development of Loki in Ragnarok was great. And yeah. so to have that, you know, um, you get this, you know, moment of redeemed Loki where he yeah. appreciates almost what Odin did for him. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful, honorable mention, but we've come to number one. We've done our top five, uh, and, and a lot of great, uh, Odin moments. Jed, what was your number one moment of Odin in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? It's funny because 
neither one of us has mentioned this yet, so I'm assuming it, we both have I'm assuming we have the same moment, yeah. Yes. And so, Thor 1, yep. the moment of Thor being banished from Asgard. Yep. Um, yep. I, I think it's too classic of a moment um, in in the story of Thor Absolutely. to not be number one, especially where you get, you know, I, I love that, you know, he, you know, he rips the... I don't know what you call the chess piece thing. Yeah, he the 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 uh, I, I believe they're like symbols of his his royal line. Yeah, and really they they define him in his costuming throughout right. yes. all of his you know, history. So he rips that off. He rips his cape cape off. Um, the sleeves the, come the, off. Yeah, yeah. The sleeve, yeah, he, he takes the hammer um, and strips him of his power. Uh, and, yeah, and I love that he um, you know he banished. I love that after he banishes Thor. That's when we get the inscription. That's when we get the inscription because it's a it's a good moment for because he seems like such a harsh father in that moment. But then there's also like he's giving like, no, there's hope. There's um, I'm going to give, you know, grace to my son. Yeah. Yeah. He's not making it impossible. Right. Um, so the, the line that the line, my number one is the exact same when Odin strips Thor of his power and and really sets up the the plot of the first movie, the, the, the hero's journey, Thor, uh, is told by his father, um, after they return from Jotunheim, Odin says, Thor Odinson, you have betrayed the express command of your King through your arrogance and stupidity. You have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror and desolation of war. You are unworthy of these realms. You are unworthy of your title. You are unworthy of the loved ones you have betrayed. I now take from you your power in the name of my father and his father before him. I, Odin, all father cast you out. And even as you read that, like you just, you see him, you see him systematically uh, piece by piece relinquishing the power. And then he, with a, like a blast of light, he just shoots him into the Bifrost and on his way to Midgard. And then we get the, the, the iconic inscription placed on the hammer with the, with the, the rune, you know, whosoever be worthy, you know, they will possess the powers of Thor. Um, and that's like you said, that's Odin giving Thor uh, a chance. Yes. Yeah. And so again, even in that, uh, he's giving his son mercy. Yes. He's not just destroying him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not banishing him forever. It's not a, you know, I'm done with you type thing. You know, it's it's a rare moment with Odin of you know like no, I care deeply for the son, and it, it, I think it, I think it, you know, you can see in Anthony Hopkins acting in that moment um, how much it tore Odin up to do this yeah. to Thor anyway. There is a, um, it's funny you say that because there's a deleted scene at the in Thor one of Frigga and Odin talking right after. Thor has been banished and Frigga is really upset. She's like, why would you do this? And Odin's like, he has to learn. He has to learn humility. And she says, I, well, I'm, you don't even care that I'm grieving. And Odin says, you are not the only parent that is grieving. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's one of those uh, moments that obviously we don't get to see in the theatrical release, but we get to see that Odin does have a heart. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, he's got a, he, he's got uh, compassion and love for his sons. Um, but he is not above teaching them a lesson the hard way. Right. Yeah. So that is our top five Odin moments in the MCU. 
Listener, I hope you enjoyed that. On to the next part of our All Fathers Day special. Okay, listeners, welcome to the main event of our All Fathers Day special. I have a very, very special guest with me today. It is my father, Phil Doze, for this All Fathers Day special. Dad, I am so glad you are here to read a comic with me. Happy to happy to be here, Ryan. It'll be uh, it'll be a first for me. Yeah, that's one thing, uh, listeners. Um, I did not get my love of comics from my dad, but uh, but I uh, I am so excited to get to read this comic on the podcast with my dad for the first time. It'll actually be the first comic my dad has ever read. So I'm excited to do this. Uh, but before we jump into the actual book, I wanted to ask my dad uh, this. So dad, you were born in 1954 and you grew up in Southern California. Do you remember reading um, reading anything like comic related as a kid? Well, I... The comics that I would have remembered glancing at because I never really read them was uh, the L.A. Times on their uh, Sunday Sunday paper would have a large cartoon uh, uh, section in the paper, and I, I guess uh, the one comic that I remember um, most of all would be Dick Tracy. Okay. And I guess the reason why Dick Tracy sort of stands out to me now is he had this. Uh, uh, watch on his on his on his arm that it was like um, it was like today where you can actually see people or, or communicate uh, visually through uh, uh, through a device on your arm so like a little TV monitor like a little TV monitor okay. so um, and that seems so outlandish back then like that would never take place you know our te- technology back in 1962 or 63 was far from that but i guess looking back on that now it's like oh my goodness those uh, uh the person that that had drawn that uh, that cartoon um was really quite a, a visionary is almost prophetic yeah. Yeah. as to where technology uh could go so yeah that's one thing that stands out to me um so yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I I don't have a background in 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 comics at all. Well, uh, we are going to jump into my dad's first comic. I especially picked this one out for All Father's Day special because it is the first solo adventure of Thor's father, Odin, the All Father. This. Side story comes to us from the Tales of Asgard side stories that Marvel did in the pages of Journey into Mystery. This uh, specific story takes place in Journey into Mystery 98. So this would have been at the back of the book. And this was meant to add a little more depth to the world of Thor to the other aspects of Asgard that we might not have seen so much of in uh, Thor's main stories throughout the year, two-year run that the comic had up to this point. 
just to set you in the context of when this is written, my dad would have been eight years old when this comic was written. So uh, we're going to ask my dad, Phil, to jump into this as as an enthusiastic Southern California eight-year-old. And we'll see how he... How he digs his first comic. Okay. So the comic starts out with a big giant splash page, and the the, the caption says, Odin battles Yimmer, king of the ice giants. So it gives us a little bit of a a clue about what the main conflict of this short story is going to be. This comic was written by Stan Lee. It was drawn by the the, uh, ever-excellent Jack Kirby inked by Don Heck, and the letters were done by Art Simic. All of those men, legends in their own right, um, both individually and as a team. The splash page contains, uh, in the background, Yimmer, the, the, the king of the ice giants, and in the front you see a, a group of Viking warriors, and one of them is blowing a horn, most likely to call Odin into battle. There's a a narrative box here that says, In the days of the gods, when the world was young, Asgard was menaced by the rampaging ice giants. Determined to bring frost, desolation, and eternal night to the land of the gods, this is the tale of their attack, one of the greatest battles of all time. So here's how this is going to work. We just read the first splash page, We are going to go panel by panel, trading off uh, one panel. My dad will read. The next one I will read. And we're going to actually read this comic together. Uh, Like I said, for the first time, I am super excited about this. So, on the second page, Phil's going to read our first panel. Okay, the first panel says, In his imperial castle... On the highest peak of the tallest mountain in all of Asgard, noble Odin, lord of the gods, hears the call to battle. And Odin says, the trumpet blares. The time has come. I must destroy the ice giants. And out from that giant castle, we see uh, Odin uh, in a chariot. The narration says, riding a golden chariot drawn by his magnificent winged stallions, the ruler of all the gods thunders through the sky. Odin, as he's charging into battle, says, Faster, my mighty mounts. My blade hungers for combat. My soul thirsts for vengeance. The next panel is a picture of the ice giant. I, I assume this is Yammer. We'll find out later in the story, but... Uh, so there's a picture of, of the ice giant and Odin riding into, uh, into their area. And he's, uh, the ice giant says, Behold, Odin joins the battle. When he is slain, all of Asgard shall be ours. So really setting up the stakes here. We get uh, another bit of narration that says, But though dwarfed in size by, the, by his gigantic foes, The valiant Odin draws back his magic sword as his deafening war cry reverberates through the heavens. We get a close-up on Odin, and he says, very simply, Death to the enemies of Asgard. This 
This is on page three that we'll, we'll go to next. So the scene we, we see in the next panel is the ice giants and it appears to be flames of, of meteor bolts, I guess lightning bolts coming down. Yeah. And the text says, summoning the awesome forces of nature to the behest of the monarch of Asgard hurls mighty meteor bolts at the fearsome frigid behemoths who are menacing his domain. We get this next panel of a of a of a agile Odin swinging swinging between these giant ice clubs that the giants are wielding. But those of the ice giants who survive the mighty blasts use their deadly ice clubs against Odin, trying to batter him out of the sky. The next panel we see is quite a pretty quite an illustration. You've got. Yeah. Like the conflict has has definitely happened. The the uh, I guess the uh, forces of good have clashed with the uh, forces of evil. Pretty dramatic illustration here. The horses are all discombobulated. Right, right. Um, unable to strike the swiftly darting chariot, they then resort to their most potent power. In unison, the ice giants unleashed a titanic gust of frozen north wind, hurling their noble foe from his crazily spinning chariot. As the graceful winged stallions fly off, they've been disconnected from the chariot at this point, Odin lands atop the mountain on which the ice giants stand. And it just shows a quick depiction of Odin... Uh, sprinting up to the peak of this mountain. The next, the next scene you have, you have Odin with his powerful sword uh, behind his behind his back, r- ready to just uh, um, flail it with full force. He said, "Then, as his confident foes creep slowly towards him." Mighty Odin draws back his magic sword. The first panel on page four is probably my favorite panel of this whole uh, this whole side story. It's just beautifully drawn. Um, it's Odin drawing the sword over his back, swinging with full force, and we see him cleave this mountain in two. The caption says... And strikes splitting the entire mountain in two with one incredible blow. Well, the next, the next panel, the the illustration is the mountains have been severed in two, and the ice giants are are falling into the crevasse uh, uh, as a result of Odin Ooh, fancy. Uh, busting the uh, or breaking the uh, the the mountain in two. Says, unprepared for Odin's sudden maneuver, the confused titans fall into the newly formed chasm where the demons of Surtar were, uh, wait greedily below to make their prisoners for all time. So down, you marauding monsters, so plunge you to Surtar's fiery domain where you shall menace Asgard no more. 
But one frozen behemoth still remains. This is the mightiest and the most savage of all. It is Ymir, king of the frost giants. We see Ymir throwing a giant uh, spike of ice as he yells, Victory is not yet yours, accursed Odin. My icy spear shall yet bring you to your knees. Well, the next, the next scene, we have, uh, we have Odin um, apparently very confident in his victory. Uh, it says, Ha, I have dislodged the peak on which you hide like a fearful flea. And now I shall end your reign forever. Not so, evil Yimmer. While beneath, or uh, while breath remains in me, I shall fight you. And by my beard, the victory yet shall be mine. I think I should try and bring that phrase back, by my beard. By my beard. <laughs> by my beard, the victory shall be mine. I, I, found that, I found that quite interesting, that his power is in his beard. <laughs> I don't know if that's canonical, but wouldn't that be, it, it would be a... Uh... Definitely a weird source of power. Yeah, I think uh, Solomon, uh, or no, it was uh, Gideon. It's Sam, Samson, Samson had, had the pair. Had the power in right, his hair. Right. Yep. Uh, so in on page five, the last page of this small story, we see Yimmer chasing down Odin in uh, kind of like a a desolate, um, kind of a arid mountain uh, plain. Yimmer yells, your words are brave, but your deeds make a mockery of them. Even now, as you retreat in cowardly panic, I shall seize you and destroy you. The next panel, you, you, have, you have Odin um, with his powerful sword in front of him. And, and it's like this wasteland uh, that he's standing in the midst of. Yeah. It's like he just has victory over over this uh, uh, domain here. And it says, But reaching the arid volcanic area, he seeks the monarch of the gods, suddenly stops, turns, and then, I have trapped you, Yimmer. Before you can make another move, I strike this very spot. And on the next... uh on the next piece of artwork, we see the sword go into the ground as Odin says, releasing the one force which can defeat you, the fiery smoldering flames from the depths below. We see like a, like smoke coming out of the ground right near where the sword has, has, has penetrated the, the earth. Well, in the next panel, the illustration is you have, uh, you have Yimmer, uh, standing in the in the middle of the scene, surrounded by flames, twice as tall as he is, engulfed in flames. And so Yimmer, the last of the dreaded ice giants, becomes an eternal prisoner on that barren spot, surrounded by a wall he can never penetrate. That kind of conc- that concludes the battle of the issue. We just get one more panel of Odin sitting on his throne, and the caption reads, Whilst noble Odin, ruler of Asgard, returns to his throne in Asgard. So that concludes 
my dad's first comic, the first solo adventure of the All-Father himself. Dad, I just wanted to, as as we wrap up here, I just want to know, what were your thoughts of your first experience reading a comic? Well, initially, I, I was motivated to do this. You asked me, and because I love you, you're my son, I, I, I said yes, and reluctantly. Um, but then, um, <coughs> after being able to do this with you, I, I find it pretty special. I've, I've never done this before, so another experience that... Uh, that we get to have as father and son. Yeah. Well, I, Treasure. it meant a lot to me that you would do this, especially for my all father's day special. Um, a lot of the stories that we get from Thor's world have a lot to do with fatherhood and the relationship between father and son. And, um, I luckily have a really good example of a dad to learn from <laughs> Thor, maybe not all the time, but um, I just appreciate you being my dad and um, how much you love me and you uh, maybe maybe in the past you haven't understood my love of comics. No, but I haven't. <laughs> you haven't understood my love of comics, but uh, but thank you for just giving me the the freedom and the creativity to to enjoy what I enjoy and re- and let it resonate with me. I appreciate that. So yeah, I love you, buddy. Thank you listeners for hopefully enjoying this all father's day special that we were able to put together for you. I really hope you enjoyed our guests, our top five, and uh, looking at one of Odin's first solo adventures. I want to thank Jed for stopping by and talking Odin in the MCU with me, and my dad, Phil, for stopping by and reading his first comic. That was such a big moment for us. So I hope you enjoyed their, their visits and our conversations. As always, you can go follow us on social media at Across the Bifrost. That is our Instagram account. You can also follow us on Twitter at Across Bifrost. Follow those accounts, reach out to us, share maybe one of your favorite Odin moments. We would love to talk and chat with you about all things Thor on those accounts. You can hear our show on Spotify and iTunes. Please go leave us a a subscription on iTunes. Rate the podcast. Leave us a review. We would love to hear uh, what you're enjoying about the show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Cross the Bifrost, this special All Father's Day episode. We can't wait to jump on the Rainbow Bridge with you next time. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, stay worthy, friends.